This is Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults. Episode 19, Prayer. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. We are so grateful to have you with us today. If you even clicked on this episode, we are just immensely grateful to have you here with us. We are talking about a fairly sensitive subject, prayer, and we didn't want to name it something else so that you weren't informed of what you were getting into, but we feel really strongly that this needs to be talked about. So crazy story of how this episode came to be. We were headed to a meeting with each other about the podcast. It's the best kind of meeting where we actually just went out to eat together. Yes. To to just chat about the podcast and ideas. And on our way there, Tony turns to me and is like, okay, I want to do a podcast episode on prayer. But I really was worried that this wasn't the right platform for such a spiritual topic. And so I was hesitant about it and I wanted her opinion. And then she starts talking to me about the ideas that she has and how to pray. And little did she know that the night before, I had been talking to my husband about this very topic and somewhat distraught. And even now, I might be a little bit in tears about it because it was a subject that I was struggling with. And this is just a couple weeks ago, so it's not something that I have overcome, but I was feeling like my prayers were unanswered, were unimportant, and ineffective. I I felt like even after 31 years of praying and praying a lot all of my life, trying to do what I'm supposed to do, I still felt like I didn't know how to pray. And that must be the reason why I'm not getting the answers to my prayers. I felt like, what was the point of asking for things that were not being answered? And I felt like I must be doing it wrong. And then here she was telling me about this idea she had. And she's teaching me about the things that she's learned about how to pray that are new ideas to me. And I'm sitting in the front seat (laughs) bawling. (laughs) And I came away with that with new knowledge and new motivation to learn something and try something different. And we feel very inadequate and very overwhelmed by the 
thought of trying to teach this topic, but with some unique ideas, we really hope that this can be an answer to your prayers in allowing you to create more connection with Heavenly Father. And this is something that is going to take me even more practice to get to where I am feeling that connection more. But I will tell you that with some of the things that we talked about, I have felt encouraged and I have felt like I'm on the right track. So with that, I hope you understood that I'm not telling these things because I'm an expert. (laughs) I have learned these things because I have been exactly where you are. I go back to that often, actually. This isn't something I'm an expert at, but as a friend, I love to share anything that has helped me, and I want to hear what's helped you as well. This is a subject that is just really near and dear to my heart. If you guys listen to episode number one, where I talk about my why in starting this podcast, I discussed how this podcast will be spiritually based, and you can take that in whatever capacity is comfortable to you. I refer to the higher power in my life as God or Heavenly Father, but you can refer to Him however makes sense in your heart. I do not care what religion you are, or even if you have one at all. But for me, I honestly believe that finding your connection with God and your deepest self is the most important and life-changing thing that you can do for yourself. You have a mind, a body, and a spirit. How do we more fully connect to that spirit or that gut feeling? Over the last couple of years, I noticed that I was lacking in my connection to His Spirit and feeling a close relationship with my Father in Heaven. And I've come to realize that our relationship with God is the same as any other relationship in your life. There are times that you feel really close to Him, and there are times when you might wonder if He is even there, just as it is with a close friend. If you haven't dedicated much time together, you will slowly drift apart. I knew that I really wanted this relationship back when I had a memory come back to me about a time when I really needed God in my life. I was having a super hard situation with a friend who I loved dearly, and I was heading to her house knowing I was going to have a hard conversation. And I was thinking and worried and worried, and I just thought, oh, I've got to talk to God before I go meet with her. And I know this makes me sound super airheaded, but I really wanted to grab my phone and call him. And I realized, like, oh, no, I don't have service because I, whenever I drove out to her house, I dropped service. And I thought, oh, no, it's too late. I lost service. And then I started giggling, like, wow, that's really embarrassing that I actually thought that. But what I really took from that was that he was so very real to me, so much so that I felt like I needed to call him. I knew I needed to talk to him to get through this tough situation. I love my Father in Heaven, and I was so close to Him at this time in my life that He was in every decision and all the details of my life. So I had this really tight relationship with Him, and then through really hard life experiences, that just started falling away, sadly. I started to numb my feelings, and I really started to see that connection to Him really dimming. I knew that I wanted to get back to giving my relationship with my Father in Heaven the time and attention that I needed to if I wanted to have Him a daily part of my life and my decision-making again. I wanted to feel the vulnerability between us, that I could confide in Him with the details of my life. 
that he was the one that I wanted to go to when I was sad, or I couldn't wait to tell him when something super awesome happened. I realized that I was missing his presence so deeply, so I set out on a mission to reconnect with him. First of all, I had to evaluate my surroundings, my actions, and my atmosphere, and really think about how these things were affecting my connection to his spirit. What energy was I bringing to the room? Just like that last episode we just did about energy. That energy is really the foundation to creating a space where prayer and a connection with God can really take place. Are there things that I need to give up in order to welcome that spirit more fully into my life? TV shows, music, movies, language, even like how we take care of our bodies. Our health is something that is definitely going to be something that we need to maybe decide if we need to give up something. Maybe we have a substance that's taking over our lives. Overeating, taking care of our bodies in general is something that affects how we are able to communicate with the spirit. And once we feel like we've figured those things out, what are the things that we can do more of? So for me, it was finding time alone. Like how am I supposed to pray if I never am alone? That was really important to me. I think being alone isn't necessarily as a person. I think sometimes that means getting away from your phone, like being alone with yourself and not being surrounded by stuff that is distracting you. Exactly. We can also do more spiritual study to prepare ourselves. We can be in spiritual places that will create this atmosphere. I think it's really important that we create more love for ourselves and a love for others. So obviously today we are focusing solely on prayer and how I began to realize that I needed to start praying differently. First of all, I really want you guys to know that your Father in Heaven wants to speak to you and He wants you to speak to Him. I think this is a unique idea that maybe some people may not have understood before, but we both truly believe that it's not just about you speaking to him, but Heavenly Father can actually speak to you. It may not be in words, but he can communicate with you and wants to communicate with you. And if this is a new idea, we just challenge you to try it because it is something that we really feel that he does do. And he may speak to us through other people or through other means than just words. But even our thoughts are very much influenced by Heavenly Father. That's such a great point. When I was going through some major struggles, I really wondered what the point of praying was. I was having a really hard time and I I didn't even want to pray. I thought, he already knows everything that's going to happen. Is it even worth my time to share what I want to have happen, when in the end, he will do the best for me and what he wants to do anyway? I know that this sounds harsh, but this is where my thought process was at this time. Through different spiritual experiences and changing my attitude, I realized that praying is not for him. It is for me. He wants me to feel close to him too. He wants me to connect to him. He never leaves us. He is always there. He is waiting for us to put in the effort. We are the ones who come and go from the relationship. One of our favorite movies really inspired both of us to make a better effort to grow our relationship with our Father in Heaven. And the movie is called The Shack. And One of the main characters lovingly refers to God as Papa. And it is a lot about the close relationship 
that the character has with God. That's how intimate our relationships can be with him. I know that really inspired me personally to have that relationship grow after watching this movie because I really wanted to have that connection be stronger. And as I looked for answers of how to grow that relationship over the last couple of years, I've found in studying that in order to grow that relationship, we need to learn about our Savior Jesus Christ and learn about what He's done to help us feel how real He is and help us to have a love for what He's done for us. And I definitely know that as I've learned about Him, that I have grown that connection and feel that He is very real. And I know that this really inspired you as well to grow that connection back with Him that you once had. And just like she calls him Papa, which I think is the sweetest thing ever. I love that. Just like that, I have felt that closeness with him in the past. And I have been on a mission to get this relationship back. My connection to him has been my lifeline lately. But I want you to know that I have felt so polarly both ways, though. I have completely felt abandoned by him and left alone in my heartache. And I have felt like he has been holding my hand through every moment as well. So what was the difference? We know that this can be an incredibly sensitive topic to discuss, but one that can be life-altering if you desire the same connection to God. So I'm really excited to share these ideas with you that I personally discovered along this journey that have really worked for me. I really want to preface that I don't have all of the answers, It will be so individual. You know how we all feel the Spirit so individually. Some people cry. Some people just feel warm and peaceful. Some people have dreams or even see visual pictures. We are all so different on how we connect and feel. So why wouldn't we also need to speak to God or find the spiritual connection differently as well? I realized that if I could figure this out, my prayers would be more meaningful and I would feel more connected to Him. I'm excited to share what has worked for me, but I also want you to know that you need to explore different options of what will work for you. Erica and I were both raised in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we're still active members. We were taught to pray before we could even talk. We were taught to bow our heads, close our eyes, address our Father in Heaven, And because this is a conversation, these individual prayers are not memorized and they're not repetitive. We are encouraged to give thanks, speak our desires or needs, and close the prayer in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, because He is the mediator between us and our Father in Heaven. And we are advised to pray always, to open our day with a prayer, pray for every meal and important events, and close our day with a prayer. We both are really thankful for this foundation that we were given about prayer. It has really served me throughout my life, and it created a groundwork for this relationship that I was desiring. But I came to realize that I needed something deeper. So I decided to start studying about prayer and trying to find different methods to connect with God in my own way. So first, what we need to do is figure out when to pray. I think it's important to open our day with a prayer. I like to take this as an opportunity to invite the Spirit to be with me throughout the day. But this just didn't seem like a great time to have that long and deep conversation with God. I'm often cut short with a child interrupting me, or I'm just running late and I'm in a rush. It's also important to close our day with a prayer. I like to use this prayer to show my gratitude to my Father in Heaven. 
I like discussing my day with God, thinking of how the day went, and if there are other things I would like to change tomorrow to be the person I want to be. But again, I didn't feel like this nighttime prayer was the best opportunity to connect with God. We usually pray as we are crawling into bed, and sometimes we even do this while we're in bed, because we realize we forgot to pray and then we end up falling asleep. So I just knew this wasn't working for me. So I came to learn that I needed time in my day to really connect to Him. I wanted it to be a conversation, uninterrupted. So when is the best time for you to have that big prayer or conversation with God? When do you have a long period of time when you can pour your heart out to Him? This is going to be a long conversation and you should really prepare for it. Leave your phone in another room and silence it. Make sure you have a good chunk of time to dedicate to this prayer. You can even schedule it into your daily calendar. Try listening to uplifting music beforehand. You can meditate or do yoga or whatever it takes for you to clear your mind and prepare for this conversation. I want you to know that it's okay not to do this intimate prayer on your knees. You really want to dedicate some time to this conversation, so I didn't want my knees hurting to be something that would cut the time short. I often will do this just sitting in a comfy chair. And I also know it can be helpful to visualize that you are actually personally talking to your Father in Heaven. A friend once told me that she pictures herself sitting under a tree next to him. I love this idea and have found it easier to stay focused on the conversation this way. In a class I was taking, my teacher suggested to try not to give God a laundry list. I know we are all well-intended with all of the people that we want to bless and the things we hope will work out, but I realized that these prayers didn't seem to have a strong impact. I realized that if I'm worried about a specific situation with my daughter, for example, I used to pray as follows. Please help Bryn in what she's going through. I began to recognize that I really only had control over myself. So I began praying for others or specific situations, asking for what I can do. So with this same example in mind, I would say, I know that Bryn is going through this really hard situation and I'm worried about her. What can I do to help her? So always asking specifically what you can do. Now the third thing is to focus on just one item at a time. If we are asking for so many answers and directions at the same time, it is so much harder to decipher guidance. Just pick one specific question or concern to concentrate on when you pray. I have definitely felt like I have been receiving much clearer inspiration as I have done this. Also, try not to give God open-ended questions. For example, when I knew that there was something more I needed to be doing in my life before I started the podcast, I used to ask God, Just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. And I absolutely meant that with my whole heart. I would have done anything that he prompted me to do. But an answer never came that way. It started coming when I prayed with a specific idea and asked him if that was right, which looked more like this. God, I am thinking that maybe I need to go back to school to be a counselor. Is that what this is supposed to look like? And when I prayed more specifically, I felt guidance so much clearer. I felt really confused, and I didn't ever feel right about that decision. So I began to pray over another thought and concern. I really love this idea, and I do think that sometimes we get in our own way of allowing that connection because we might be scared 
of what it is that God has in store for us, or maybe we're scared of making the effort that we have to put in. So sometimes my fear is really stopping that connection from happening, and I am afraid of releasing control. But I have come to learn and really do have faith that his plan for us is better than anything we can control ourselves. So as we let him lead us in our lives more, we are going to be so blessed. And we just have to really trust him and practice faith. And it's a little bit scary, but really he has so much more in store for us than anything we can imagine for ourselves. I totally agree, and I've found that so true in my life. And sometimes I have wanted these huge, obvious answers, like as clear as a crystal ball can give you. But I've learned that I cannot expect a lightning bolt answer. Sometimes I just want him to tell me what to do. But the best thing that we can do is to move forward with the best feeling and thought that comes to us. If it is wrong, you will feel it. Go back with another idea and talk to God again about it. If it feels right, go for it. Once you do it, then go back and talk to God again and ask Him if this thing was right and talk to Him about what you need to do next. Always remember to act upon your inspiration. The more you do, the more He will give you. I find it really helpful to journal about it. Write down any direction that you receive and always follow through with it. And the last thing that has really helped me is realizing that inspiration comes through work. We have to do our part. We need to show up with our gloves on and our shovel in hand, ready and willing to work and do what is asked of us. So maybe you have some colleges that you're trying to choose from. It would be a great idea to put in some time studying about them. Find out all you can about the cost difference, the lifestyle, the job availabilities, etc. Once you've done that, you might be able to eliminate some colleges on your own. So you've really put in the work. And then you are ready to come to your Father in Heaven with this question. Remember to be specific. Maybe try to avoid saying, God, which school should I go to, Harvard or Yale? Instead, it could look like this. God, I am thinking about going to Yale. Is this a good decision for me? Or do you have another plan? We really need to study out these decisions in our mind. He is there for us. He always wants to allow us to make our own decisions. That really makes me think about the scripture about the Book of Mormon that's in the Doctrine and Covenants. It's in chapter 9, verse 8 through 9. And it states it so perfectly. It says, But behold, I say unto you that you must study it out in your mind. Then you must ask me if it is right. And if it is right, I will cause that your bosom shall burn within you. Therefore, you shall feel it is right. But if it be not right, you shall have no such feelings, but you shall have a stupor of thought. I do feel like this is true in so many situations that if we pray about something, that we will be able to have a confirmation of whether or not that thing is right for us, or we will feel really confused if it's not right, and we will feel uneasy about it. I know that he really does speak to us, especially when we put in our work And make the first move and then go to him to help us to feel that we've made a good decision. Yes. So if we put in the effort and all the work on our part, then revelation comes. You will get that feeling in your gut and you will know that it is right. 
We need to know that for ourselves. We need to learn what that gut feeling is like to us. So stop questioning your thoughts and just act on them quickly. If the answer is full of love and good, then it comes from the Spirit, and just do it. If it is not right, you will be confused and you will not feel good about it. If that is the case, I want you to forget what is not right for you and just move on. You will begin to lose interest and you will realize that you received the right answer for yourself. So what do you do when you feel like your prayers are just not being answered? This is so hard. I've definitely felt that way, but I promise you he is listening. He is with you, even when you feel like the answers are not coming when you want them to. Time and time again in my life, whenever this has happened, I have always come to realize why I didn't receive that answer when I wanted it. Often, it's just about the timing. We only see with tunnel vision, and God sees eternally. He has our very best interest in mind. He knows our needs and what will develop us into the person that we need to be. When the answers to our prayers don't come, maybe this is the best way for our faith to grow. Or maybe we need to learn something first. We often receive these blessings line upon line when we are prepared for them. I really love this quote by Richard G. Scott. He says, When he withholds an answer, it is to have us grow through faith in him. We are not to sit passively waiting or to murmur because the Lord has not spoken. We are to act. Most of the time, what we have chosen is right. He will confirm the correctness of his choices his way. I think something that I've slowly been learning is that I pray to have my burdens lightened and to have challenges stop. And challenges are really hard and trials are really hard, but we are learning things from those challenges. And if they just simply go away the moment that we pray for them, that's just not what life is about. Life is about trials and challenges and growing from those challenges. And if we can just take a second and gain a little perspective that that is part of being a human being in mortality is that we are going to have trials and we can't always have those trials taken away from us, but we can have those burdens lightened. We can have people come into our lives that can help us with our burdens. We can be strengthened to be able to have more peace and love in our hearts as we go through trials. When we are finding that our prayers are not being answered, sometimes what we're asking for is to not have mortality happen. And what we really need to do is try to find a way that we can get through our trials because that's just life and it's really hard to deal with sometimes but we can find that our prayers are being answered if we ask for other ways to get through those trials. I'm so glad you brought that up. I think it really is a big deal to stop praying for these hard things to go away and just pray for the strength to get through them so we can grow and learn and become who we need to. I promise you guys that your Heavenly Father loves you unconditionally. He is anxious to give you these answers to your prayers. It is so important that we are receptive to his answers, even when they may not be the way that we were thinking it would work out. It would serve us to let go of these preconceived ideas of what we think the answer should be. I promise you, if we come to God with an open mind and a willing heart, 
God will make way more out of you than you ever dreamed possible by yourself. With his guidance, we will absolutely continue to become. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.